welcome to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So welcome back to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit. My name is Daniel Martinez-Stahl, and I am with Renee and Anthony, whose last names I am going to butcher. So I will let them introduce themselves and for them to share what they would like to share with you, and then we'll go from there. Thanks so much for the intro, Daniel. And, you know, I was kind of curious how you were going to butcher our last names. My last name is Blodgett, which is apparently a Welsh name. And mine is Italian. I am uh, Anthony Compagnone. That's about as Italian as it gets. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. The Italian yeah. I would have been okay with, but I'll let you guys continue. <laughs> well, thanks for the intro. And essentially uh, what we do in our work is really bridge science and spirituality. So some spiritual teachers and channelers come at it only from an esoteric um, and mystical perspective. And some who study the bio field, right, will take it more from the science side. But we really merge both, um, integrating both um, science and spirituality into our work, really best practices of both. So that's one thing that we do that's a little different. Uh, and then, of course, we channel, right? And when we channel, uh, the messages that come through are both for healing and for transformation, right, of the internal soul. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about how we channel and who we channel? Well, I think I want to just mention quickly that <clears throat> the reason why we bring together science and spirituality, um, it's because both Renee and I come from scientific backgrounds. That's true. And we also come from, I don't necessarily come from a spiritual background, but more of a um, philosophical background as well. So it was just a natural, um, I guess, extension. Of, extension of who we are. And so that's how, that, that's why we, we bring these two disciplines together. And for us, that it works the best. I mean, we love that to bring science and spirituality together. We see that happening everywhere. Yeah, true that is. In the early days of channeling, we literally had Dante coming through our living room. And that was, just say, a wild evening. <laughs> we had a lot of things coming through. Uh, the way we channel is pretty unique because we are balancing both feminine and masculine energies and trying to get them into balance. And um, oftentimes the energy will come not only into my auric field, but it will take hold of both of us and it balances this masculine and feminine energy. So it actually start, starts coming through the feminine first. Yeah, it will always come through the feminine first and then into the masculine. And, um, and you will see that I am physically affected by it. However, Renee, she also feels it, but not in the same way. And she's able to interact with the guides and Yeshua and Magdala and continues the conversation, helps them find the word sometimes if they can't find it. 
And um, yeah, it's a really unique combination of um, a di uh, the way we work together. And I think, you know, the two important things about that message, at least for our guides, they really want us to let people know that before we used to just do this. In fact, <laughs> for almost two years, we didn't realize the energy came through me first. So when they first announced that to us, we were like pretty. Well, we were kind of blown away. We were blown away. Yeah. You know, and it was one of those things where they wanted me to integrate before they told me that because they, <laughs> knowing my personality, thought I would freak out. <laughs> so what we'll, what we'll show you today also has been years and years in making yeah. of being able to control the energies and um, go back and forth with them. Uh, in the beginning, it was very difficult and um, it was a bit disturbing at times. Yeah, but one of the reasons our guides really wanted us to be public about it is first and foremost that there needs to be a balancing of masculine and feminine energies on the earth right now, right? It's evident everywhere we look from, you know, around the world with our environment to what's happening politically and beyond, right? Afghanistan, the Ukraine. I mean, we're seeing we're seeing 16 to 18-year-old women picking up guns and fighting back in both of these countries. And, you know, we could go on around the world and we're seeing it happening everywhere. So that's one thing, right? Is that the importance of balancing both energies. And for those who are single channelers, right? And they don't do it as a couple because that's not really that common that we all have masculine and feminine energies within each of us. So you don't have to be a couple to really balance that ebb and flow. But the important message is to make sure that you are one with both energies. Um, I also like to mention um, as our professions too, when you start to channel or you get into a spiritual awakening and you want to do spiritual work, I don't want anyone to think that you have to give up your life as, a, as whatever your profession is. I still work as a speech and language pathologist and I work with children and I haven't given up that part of me. Actually, it has enhanced my ability as a SLP to work with children and to understand where they're coming from. So um, you never really have to give up anything. Yeah, and then I guess the other thing to mention about that is, um, you know, that everyone is truly a channeler. So even though I'm not alterly physically, um, you're not going to see a shift in my body. Sometimes actually you might see it. I certainly feel it. Sometimes my head will start shaking, but for the most part, I'm the root and the grounding cord for Anthony when he channels. So I think, you know, in a lot of the students that we work with, whether it's through our advanced course or our regular courses, they'll ask us all the time about channeling and how to open up. And the truth is that we all have that ability and our guides want us to know that too because all of us are walking antenna. You know, we are energetic beings having a physical experience, right? We've heard that a zillion times said different ways. And so walking antenna, we're literally connecting. So even if you don't go into an altered state, as you'll see with Anthony, when he starts channeling, we're all, you know, we're literally all these energetic beings with very wide auric fields or biofields that have access to the all that is. Um, I was thinking of something. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so again, yeah, once you, again, once you start connecting, 
um, always remember that the messages that are going to come to you, make sure and always be aware that the messages should always be of love and be of unity and um, universality. If the messages are coming to you where they're taking one side over another side, or there's anything having to do with fear or conspiracy theories, anything of that nature, or getting involved in politics um, of any sense or any way, then issues, right? Medical issues, political issues, yeah. social issues. If there's a leaning towards one side or the other, then it can't be purely from source, right? Oftentimes it's the the ego self starting to um, interfere a little bit with the message itself. So for Renee and myself, we will always try to um, allow the, the essences of who we are to merge with the energies that are coming through. While also getting <clears throat> out of the way so the purest message can come through. And the reason for that is you want just that intention of love. And if you're unclear, you're uncertain, it's a really, really easy measuring tool, right? Is the message of love, does it feed love and unity consciousness? Or does it fear, you know, feed divisiveness mm. and fear? It's really simple. <laughs> you know, what does it feed, right? And if it feeds your heart and expands you out to the universal consciousness of being, with all that is, then that's what we want, right? Because when we're expanding, we're literally in touch with our souls and our souls are leading the way, right? Not the ego self. And um, often uh, if there is any sense that there is only one truth, the whole truth and nothing but the mm -hmm. truth. And if it's this truth that they tell you, you have to understand that truth is relative to the individual who's doing the channeling as well. Truth is relative to where we are in time and space. And I just want to make that um, important because truth is truly something that is relative to the individual as well. And um, when the messages are coming through, again, truth will always come through in a way that speaks about love and um, uni universal consciousness and things of that nature. So yeah, we do, um, and, and Tia knows this, uh, Tia is here, so nice to see you, Sunshine. Um, we have a Magdalene sister membership thing where it's women only, sorry, Daniel, women only, and we meet once a month. And what's interesting is this very concept came up because one of the member, you know, sister members asked about, because we have a new channel book um, that's information um, channeled by Magdalene mm -hmm. and Yeshua. Not out yet. We're still trying to figure out how to publish it, the right way to publish it. But in it's, you know, it's a lot about her, her journey and her story. And, you know, someone asked, well, you know, what about this other book, you know, that's channeled of Anna that says that, you know, Yeshua had three wives and many more right. children. And so you think about it in terms of back to the multidimensional soul again so this the story that is coming through us is pretty clear that it's this earth plane this dimension and this reality so it doesn't mean that another channeled message isn't true it just means it's from another dimension another reality right because the truth is we're all living multi-dimensional lives 
So there's aspects of our soul that are having other experiences somewhere else right at this time. So a channeler could literally be plugging into that dimension. As our guides will say, it's only a fraction away. It's so small, right? It's almost like you could flow in between these dimensional realities and timelines all the time and then just snap right back in. So, you know, they're telling us that as things progress, right, with where we're going with this whole called ascension process, so that we don't really love that word. Um, but as we're kind of moving forward and things are shifting universally, right, with collective consciousness, that more and more of us are going to have those, you know, what appear to be outer worldly experiences. Okay. <laughs> Um, that you live in most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So I want everyone to understand too that we live in a, um, I would describe as a vibration. And these vibrations are almost like hairs and they're this close together. So think of a vibration as this earth plane. And there are multiple earth planes as it's described and shown to us. And to be able to go in between these vibrations, it only takes a thought, uh, an intention, and some practice. And that's exactly what happens that when I do go into trance, it's literally just stepping in. They're stepping into this vibration. And again, they will always say they're no different than we are. Because remember, we are spirit first, human second, and everything else third. We are having an experience as a soul within this particular vibration. And that's really what's going on. We are always here in this earth plane to help each other. And in the spiritual realms, this too is a spiritual realm. We are still, again, helping each other. We are always helping each other wherever we are. And that truly is one of their main messages. And I think the, the scientific piece, right, to bridge it back to science again, so the esoteric piece would be that our guides and our higher self work through our emotions. They work through the heart. They do not work mm -hmm. through the intellect, right? So if you think about the scientific piece of this, that thoughts are electric, right? And emotions are magnetic, right? You might've heard of something called the magnetic grid of the earth, right? So this is our emotional connection to all living energy, including Gaia herself, right? The trees, the animals, the wildlife, everything we're interconnected. So when we manipulate or, you know, put a manifestation into the universe, that's through our emotional magnetic grid. It's not through our thoughts, right? We have to be in our heart place, which is the present moment. The only way we can manifest, the only way that we can heal is when we're in our heart place. Spirit cannot work through anything other than our heart. And again, in being in the present moment is one of the most important aspects of connecting to your higher self, source mm -hmm. energy, God, whatever you want to call it, being in the present moment and slowing down everything that gets you out of that type of wheel that was always, we're always spinning on. It takes you away <laughs> from the future. It takes you away from the um, past and you're just focused here. And when you're focused here in the very present moment, that's when you start to connect. Because again, we tend to see time in a linear manner, but in reality, it is a perception so that we can understand time. But in, again, 
what it really is. It's more just kind of circular motions and they kind of go outward, outward. And time is, again, it's a very tricky thing. It's a construct, right? It's yeah. a construct that we need to have so that we can make sense of what happened before and what happened after. But if you think about quantum universe, everything's foldable and everything's transmutable. So in other words, in practical terms, you can actually heal wounds from the past or your perceived future and even now. And that includes all your ancestors as well and everything else that's connected to you. So, you know, our guides will sometimes show us like a rope that is long, right? And you think on the rope, there's like different times on it or whatever. And then you think, they always want us to think of everything circular. Mm -hmm. So if you were to create it and make it circular, right? Without the numbers, just imagine that everything's circular, that everything's happening simultaneously all at the same time. Exactly. So when you heal yourself here in this particular vibration, you're healing the multiple yous that exist everywhere um, infinitely. And because everything is connecting, what you do to yourself, you do to others as well. That's why our thoughts and our words and our intentions are so important. They matter so much, right? Such a ripple effect. Um, if there are any, anyone out there that wants to ask a question. Yeah, can, do you want to ask? Uh, we'll take a few questions, questions and then we'll go into if, channeling. Yeah, if anyone wants to ask any questions at all, feel free to put it in the chat box. Oh, come on, you guys are or not just that. <laughs> you're not that shy, are you? <laughs> un unmute your microphone, perhaps. <clears throat> and you can ask well, I don't question. know. Let, let's ask Daniel whether he wants to do yeah. that. Sometimes it's more. Yeah, I've been inviting people to raise their hand and, oh, okay, great. and asking okay. them if they're OK with me bringing them into the video just for privacy sake. Um, but if anybody has any questions, feel free to raise your hand or, or you know, put something in the chat. And you can raise your hand and let us see you and not be on video, right, Daniel, too? Uh, yeah, well, they can, I, I'm, the video is pinned, so I've got you and me pinned. Okay. So if you don't want to be on video, then you won't be on video, but your audio will come through, but that doesn't stop everyone else from, from watching you. Perfect. Okay. Everyone's very quiet. It's been a very quiet, it's been a very okay. quiet day. Um, Hasn't been a quiet week, I can tell you that much. There's a lot going on. All right, so what we'll do is um, we'll start to yeah, we'll go into we'll, go into, we'll start the channel, and um, perhaps people will be a little bit more inquisitive about what's going on. And you can just put the questions in yeah. the chat too, and then you can remain completely anonymous. Now you got to remember, for Renee and myself, I'm taking my socks off because I like to feel the ground when I'm channeling. Um, this is a very common occurrence. It happens nonstop throughout the day, the evening, most through the evening. Yeah. Uh, we're constantly in communication with uh, the guides, Yeshua and Magdalene, especially Yeshua and Magdalene. Yeah, now, and even though this is a slightly old paradigm, you know, I'd be remiss to bring it, not bring it up because it's not really an old paradigm. It is good practice. And many of the other, we haven't seen any of the other channelers in this series yet, but they might have brought it up too. And that's best practices for when you allow your guides to connect, because otherwise they can literally just take over your auric field anytime of day. And we have to do the messy stuff on the earth plane, like 
stand in line at the DMV or go to the dentist, right? And so you can't be having, you know, these angelic or seraphim energies like floating through with messages for people, although that does happen to us sometimes. So the best practices principle, and you've probably heard this from many other channelers, is that you dictate and decide the time that you want your guides to speak to you and how you want them to speak to you. So Anthony has almost every single Claire. He has Claire tangency. He can, he can get messages from things that he touches. He's got clairvoyance. He's got clear audience. He literally has um, the one, the two that he is not as strong I have, which is clear cognizance and clear sentience. I'm like through the roof on those two. And his are like very little <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so, you know, together we probably have all the clairs, but really everyone has one or two clairs that are really strong for them and that they can hone in. So I don't want to see. So I say, do not show me. I don't want to see what you look like. I don't care if you're pretty or ugly or perceived pretty or ugly. I just don't want to see it. He is not afraid of anything, seeing things. So that is a thing for your guides. How do you wish to communicate with them and let them know? And then the other thing is time. When do you want to see them? So we've given permission to see them at night after dinner, because that's kind of our school time, right? Where we go in and um, kind of connect to them. And if we've had a private session, we'll do a recap at that time with our guides. We'll, they'll say, how did you think that went? <laughs> and then I'll have gotten a download about something and I'll say, should have I mentioned that? And they'll say, no, you shouldn't have mentioned that. So we'll have this kind of recap on things and we'll get additional information. Or, you know, they'll help us with things like we're, he's kind of connecting, he's starting to connect right now. They'll help us with things like we're planning our first physical retreat this month and they're helping us with the agenda. They're literally like, I put together an agenda and Yeshua's coming through and changing it <laughs> and giving us ideas of things to do that we wouldn't have thought of otherwise. So, okay. So I can feel them. You can feel them. Okay. When I want all of you to know that, um, when you start to connect, there'll be subtleties in your own auric field, your biofield. Right now, I can feel the the ringing in my ears, which is an indicator that they're coming or that they're here. They're always here. So there is a question that you may want to just be aware of before you go full-blown in trance, and that's how you learn the actual identities of your guides. Okay. Typically, they tell you. if You have to ask them, though. You have to ask them. So everybody just relax and um, we'll go into that a little bit more. Close your eyes. Slow down your breath. Feel comfortable. Let go of fear and open your hearts. It's through the heart that you connect to source. It is through your heart that you connect to your higher self, the true self, the divine self, the divine ego of who you are. Let's all form a circle. We'll hold hands. And in this circle, we see ourselves as light beings, the true essence of who we are. 
the love that we are. Only love is here. We are love. We give ourselves freely to each other. Now relax. And let us all come together again and be connected as one. My Italian is gone and the universe is here. <laughs> hey guys. One second, please. They're just getting a stronger connection. I am who I am. Mm. I am Yeshua. But you know me as Jesus or Isa or by some other name. This is not the only body I have come into. In this time frame, I have come into many different bodies as well, but it will always be of love, mm. security, and oneness. And the message is always the same. You are all the center of the universe. You are all God source energy. Look within and you will find the answers to what you're searching for. So how do we trust that our guides are who they say they are when they come through. And I know, cause we went through this and Julia wants to know, like, how do you actually learn the identities of your guides? How do you trust that they are who they say they are? What is that process when people are opening up to spirit? I understand. <clears throat> what was the first message that was given to you by the guides? Well, our first message was from a guide called Galaga. Yes, it was. We didn't even have a collective group of guides initially. So I will tell you this, and I will say it again and again. I am not who you think I am. We are not who you think we are. But most importantly, you are not who you think you are. And this is where the journey begins. The self-realization that this here, what appears to be real, is not real. It is an perception of what you are creating at this very moment in time. But you must realize also that this perception is very important because what you do here in this vibration, you will affect all of the other beings that are connected to you as well. So always have a perception of love, gratitude, gratefulness, giving, abundance, so you may give it to others as well. 
there is very little difference between this perception, between this vibration, this reality, and the other realities in which you exist at this very moment. So how do you know? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously you have to ask in the beginning. Yes. If we didn't ask, and sometimes I had to ask three times very firmly because some of our guides would say, well, we don't really have names. We're just frequencies. That is true. We do not have names. But as humans, we want to give them names. Yes. So give us a name <laughs> that resonates with you. What is in harmony with what you are resonating with at this very moment? Then let that be the name. That's a good, that's a good point. That is, yes. Although my name is Yeshua, Jesus, or Jesus, Isa, here, now at this very moment, I take on the energies of Renee and Anthony, and we are together as one. I am Yeshua. I am that essence at this very moment in combination with, in conjunction with their auric field as well. <clears throat> now you understand the connectivity of the soul and how it is connected to all things infinitely. And, and then before you actually get to know them, so when the Magdalene energy started coming through to us and it was brand new, sometimes it was hard, especially you know, when it would blend back and forth between Yeshua and Magdalene. I mean, their, <clears throat> their energies, as Daniel and Tia know here, um, and I guess Deb a little bit, right, that their energies are very different. So it's not super hard to tell the difference, but because you and Magdalene are one energy, um, we ask for clues. So in the beginning, we don't need to do that now, but in the beginning, she said I would do this with Anthony's hair. And so that way I would know the, the feminine energy was coming through. And that was our signal. So you can ask for signals. And if you look at, you know, some of the more traditional mediums who do more channeling of deceased relatives like James Van Prague and um, people like that, they will have, do you remember they were teaching us these basic principles if it's a masculine deceased relative stand on the left, if it's a you know, feminine deceased relatives stand on the right. So you would know the difference between whether it was masculine or feminine. So there's clues like that, that you can work with, with your guides, even though we don't do that kind of channeling. We can, we just don't. That is not your <laughs> purpose in life. No, but occasionally some of those deceased relatives will just pop through and be a nuisance. <laughs> I do not say that. <laughs> Are there questions? had to add a little humor. So I don't know if that answered the question um, or not, but um, this started about two years ago with Persephone. Well, Julia, that's got to be why you're here, because I have a really strong connection to Persephone as well. So um, let's see, with Persephone, when I became aware of being a star seed and a light healer, I've had that happen. Yeah. Yeah, Persephone was one of the first goddesses who popped through for us. And I don't know, said that I was her energy at one point, which didn't make any sense to me at all. It doesn't make sense, but you understand it now. <laughs> that you can occupy any vibration at any time that you desire. Popping in and out. In a manner of speaking, yes. 
That is all. Okay. Remember, always ask for the highest and the best. For the highest and the best is who you truly are in this lifetime. Your higher self, the divine ego of who you truly are. When you ask for the highest and the best, only the highest and the best will come. Of love, yeah. Because you are source, you are God, you are goddess energy. It is not separate from you. It has never been separate from you. God is always here for that you are the God. You are the source of all things. Remember that. Please remember. Remember who you are. That is why I am here. Only to tell you that you are who you are and that you too are of love and source with all things. Isn't that so, Renee? <laughs> what happened to Gaia? <laughs> well, you go by many names as well. I know, I do. I do. Our guides mostly call me Gaia. So I'm always a bit confused when they call me by my human name. <laughs> what human name? <laughs> so other questions? Maybe Daniel's got one. Yes, yes, okay. He does. Can you help describe what you mean by I am who I am and I am that I am for the benefit of the listeners? Absolutely. Yes. Great question. Would you like to give that a try? I'll start and then you can finish. Wonderful. So I am who I am or I am that I am. It's really the same thing. Carries a vibrational resonance that literally connects us to source. It connects us to our higher self it becomes our higher self. It's almost like a vibration that ignites and taps and plugs into source. Is there a masculine energy to the I am that I am? Is there a feminine energy to the I am that I am? Mm, or is it simply... Great questions. Is it? <laughs> it simply is. So you are correct, Renee, when you say there is a resonance to the I am that I am to the I am who I am. When you say that to yourself, you open your heart to who you truly are and you are allowing the universe to say to you, it hears you, that you are neither masculine nor feminine, but you are all things at the same time. As a result, you are balancing who you are, the true self. You are starting to become coherent. Concordia, mm. hearts sounding together again. Heart Math Institute does a lot with this, right? Yes. So there's again, bringing the science in that they've studied this heart coherence. Bruce Lipton talks about it. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it. This co heart coherence is what ignites and connects us to the I am who I am. That is exactly true. It connects you directly to source. That is because that is who you truly are. That is the I am that I am. So why those words? I mean, it is kind of interesting, right? Because it keeps coming through and it's coming through different places. It's coming back again, isn't it? That which is old, as you see it, or antique has come back to the new, mm. but in a different way. 
you have now connected science to it, the coherence of what it truly means, the frequency of what it truly means. So 2000 years ago, was that said, or was there a similar phrase that was said as a way to connect to store, source energy? It wasn't only I who said it, but before that it was said in many different cultures as well, mm. as a means to connect directly to who you are. So probably as far back as the Vedas that. Every culture ways. has its yeah. own way of saying it. Yeah. So. And again, today, it is meaningful as a way to connect. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. No fear is allowed here. Let go of all of it. Let go of all the ideas and the preconceptions of who you are in this lifetime. Always know that I am here with you. Magdala is here with you. We are all here with you and we will never let you down. You call upon us and we are there to assist you as you assist us as well. So that I am who I am can actually bring us into the resonance field of love. That is correct. Yeah. Actually, you are in the residence field of love already. You just have forgotten about it. Mm. And we are here to remind you of that. I see Anthony now. <laughs> well, I was on speaker view. I was just checking on speaker view. And are there more questions? Let's see. Um, how do we stay in the love frequency when the earth plane is so dense in vibration? One second, please. Who says and who said that the earth is dense in its vibration? What has led you to believe that? And why do you continue to believe that the earth is dense in this vibration? Um, well, because you say that it's dense and it's also material. I didn't say that. Yeah. Who said that? Well, you have said that before. You've said that in this physical earth plane. You give yourselves the perception. That we're dense. That's your dense. But we're not, you know, we have a physical, we have body weight. We're made of water. We have organs and blood and bones. And so there is a physical denseness to us. Or is that just a perception? That is how you perceive yourselves. Okay. But let's perceive ourselves as something different. The first thing that the guides, and I'm one of them, had said to you, you are spirit first. So what does that mean, spirit? Spirare, spiritus. Mm. It means breath. Mm. You are breath. And what is breath? It is energy, isn't it? Yes. It is prana. It is chi. That is truly who you are. And that is not dense. Mm. For breath can go and move through anything. Hmm. And that is who you truly are. So let go of the perception of density, thickness of who you are. And remember that you are spirit, first and foremost. And then take that journey from there 
and then go with it. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> and your heart will open up even more and love will come. And, you know, there's things also that you can do to just get into that vibration. And that is truly <clears throat> what makes your heart sing, right? So for me, it's completely different than it is for Anthony. For me, I need to be in nature. If I can be on a paddleboard, if I can be staring at water, connecting with the birds and the geese and the ducks, I'm super happy. With Anthony, he likes to meditate in a room, like a real room, not in nature. He doesn't want any like bugs or, you know, hummingbirds around, right? Which really feeds my soul. So he needs to be kind of in a quiet area. Not all the time. I know, but often plays Gregorian chants, right? As a way to get there, which works for me as well. So the so there's different ways yes. to get there. You have to decide. What is your path and your journey for obtaining enlightenment, if you will, mm. connectiveness to the all? Which path is the best path? Mm. Well, there isn't one true path, is there? There is only your path. And make it true to yourself. Find the love in it and connect to what you resonate with in this lifetime. When you start to resonate with what you connect to, then all of the yous start to come together. The chakras will light up. The kundalini starts to go. The biofield starts to become alive again. Healing takes place. And being one with your breath, right? So the breath is so important to become one with that prana, which really Anthony's a master at. It is through the practice of the breath and yeah, prana is very... why he connects easily now. Just like that. But that is his connection, mm -hmm. not yours or theirs. You must understand that. Mm -hmm. That is his and his alone in this particular lifetime. <laughs> it's many ways to go to connect. Yeah, she was such a different energy than, than, than Anthony. <laughs> Anthony is a little bit like me as well. <laughs> really? Yes. Not the one I live with. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, since this is a channeling summit, it's great as a couple, right? Because, you know, all couples, they go through their ups, their hills and their valleys and stuff. And so when I really want that sort of that higher self and that peace to come through, the guides will come through and then suddenly everything just you know, comes to a still point of pure love. You were speaking earlier about <laughs> surrendering and letting go. <laughs> that is important as well. Yeah, surrendering and letting go. Don't resist that which persists and persistence of your higher self, the divine ego self coming through and shining to others and to yourself. If you resist it, it will continue to bother you. You will have worries and difficulties. Allow it to come through. Anthony still has difficulties with it, but he's getting there. <laughs> we are all works in progress, aren't we? So any tips on surrendering and letting go? Mm, that is good, isn't it? 
Any tips on surrendering and letting go? One second, please. I do not wish to embarrass Anthony. Uh oh. But I will tell you this. <laughs> At times, Anthony will take off all of his clothes and he will lay on the floor by himself and he will say, I surrender myself to you, source. I surrender. This is actually true. <laughs> He is becoming humble in who he is as a human being. But remember, this is only for Anthony. The way that you can surrender is up to you. How do you desire to surrender? Is it with a very slow walk in nature? Is it doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable? Remember, surrendering is a very uncomfortable feeling that you must become comfortable with. I mean, there's not, I don't, I don't know who the iPhone is, but it looks like, except for that, except for Daniel, that it's all women here today. And so I think surrendering for the masculine energy is really hard to let go of control, right? We always want to be in control. That's our masculine energy within all of us. That is correct. Letting go of control. And, you know, as mothers, we have it too, right? You know, with our children, right? There's kind of a sense of control because we want to make sure that they're safe. So we all have aspects of control that we need to surrender. That is correct. You must let go of the control, the ego self. And the fear. And the fear. But how do you balance that with knowing that there's healthy fear and there's unhealthy fear? Once you surrender and you start to connect to your true self, there is a balance that occurs between the masculine and feminine portions of who you are. There, you start to understand when you should have fear and when you should not have fear. Mm -hmm. Fear can also be a good driver to continue moving forward, as you say, but not when it allows you or it takes you away from your goals and your objectives or simply living your life to the fullest. And being in the present moment. That is correct. So how do you surrender, mm. Renee? What that's, do you do? That's a good question. I think that I go to my heart and I trust that there's a process that is bringing us to something bigger, better, and kinder and more loving than where we are. That is correct. Know that the universe has your back, <laughs> that we are here for you. Yeah. Say a prayer, light candles and incense, whatever it is that you need to do, put it into the universe. Mail it, if you will. <laughs> and it will be received. Yeah, I put things under the pillow too, which I think is incredibly effective, right? You're um, your desires as if they've already happened, right? When you're manifesting more love, joy, and abundance in your life. And then I'll place stones as well under my pillow with those intentions. Super effective. Has been for me. Again, there is no one path. <laughs> there is only your path. We have a lot of candles in this house. Do you want to have Magdalene come through for the final 
15 minutes or 10 minutes and then come back and do a short little. Do I wish? <laughs> okay. How Remember. can we have a session without Magdalene? <laughs> that is true. Magdalene, my other half, you might say. <laughs> she is much different energy than I am. Indeed. But that is okay. There you will see the balancing of masculine and feminine, or at least the perceptions of it. One second, please. Okay. <clears throat> it is always an honor and privilege to be here with all of you. You open your hearts to me. Therefore, I come. I come into you as you come into me. And we are one again together in love and harmony. <laughs> one second. And Kelly, I think this is a good question for Magdalene as well. Her energy doesn't seem to be uh, plugged into fear at all. It's more like a female Martin Luther King. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. One second, please. Allow me to connect a little bit more with Anthony's auric field. Okay. He always says that I am not his preferred energy. <laughs> I take him out of his comfort zone, don't I? Very much so. You do. So he doesn't like the loquaciousness, the verbosity, if you will, of who I am, because I have the ability to speak a lot. I'm sure he is uncomfortable with your feminine gestures. He is well. very uncomfortable, but he has surrendered completely to me. Remember, in the very beginning, what came through him first? Who came but the feminine energies? Oh, well, Galaga came first. Yes, then, but he prepared you. And then all the goddesses yes. came. Persephone came. And all of them came. Aphrodite. So that was just <laughs> practice. That's all it was for him to become accustomed to feminine energy. And is when you balance as men out there, when you allow the feminine energy to come in, you are allowing the balancing of who you are in this lifetime. And as a result, you're able to connect even more. And I say that to even the women themselves, allow a little bit more of the masculine energy to come in and balance both energies. There you will truly connect with everything that you desire. So you know how we speak often about <clears throat> self-love, it starts here and yet, especially women, but really yes. all of humanity, but we tend to judge ourselves, right? So can you speak about judgment of self and others, right? Because we all have it. It's part of being human. And is this based mainly in fear is the question. And it appears so prevalent in these now moments. I will say this for women, particularly women, we tend to judge ourselves much more than men do. Mm. We are always trying to look beautiful <laughs> because that is the perception that we've always had. Now, I'm going to say this to the women. Or the media have given us. Yes. Do not judge yourself. Because when you judge yourself, you will judge others. You must let go of the judgment of who you are in this lifetime. Look into that mirror and say to yourself, I am beautiful as I am. And this is who I am. 
When you stop judging yourself, you will no longer judge others that are looking at you. Remember, they're looking at you because you're beautiful, you're different, you are unique. And another thing I need to say, fill up your engine first, mm -hmm. give back to you first. <clears throat> yeah. You must always give back to you so you may give back to others. And mothers are often very guilty of this, aren't they? True, yeah. Women are guilty of this. They always do for others, but not for themselves. Make sure you do for yourself, ladies. That is important so that I, I we think can continue. Yeah, I think it's less fear and more guilt. I think there's a sense that we feel of guilt. And there is a fear of allowing yourself to feel good about you. That's true also. Isn't there? That is absolutely true. What's going to happen if people see that I feel good about myself? They're going to think that I am above others. No, you model that to others. Model that to other women that feel good about you. It's good. And when you do that, you give to others as well. Yeah. I mean, it's so true, but we are, there's part of it that's training. It's part of it that is conditioning. That is true. You know, I mean, I was raised by my grandparents. So I was raised by a man who was born in 1915. So you can imagine his values and conditioning from the East Coast. Yes. Right. And so women did one thing. If I went near the grill, I mean, the look on his face, if I went near the grill. <laughs> and look what you have become. And, and near a car engine. Right. And so, you know, unfortunately, I don't have a clue about car engines and, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. So it's that way because we are programmed by others, right. To be put into stereotypical yes, that's boxes. Correct. Right. So how can we break away from those, even if we weren't raised by someone from 1915? Well, how about this? Join my community. Find the community of Magdalene Sisters and join it. <laughs> I've never heard, heard her do a plug like that before. You've never done that before. Well, there are many different Magdalene Sisters. We have one of them, but there are many out there. Join a community with other sisters so that they may fill your tanks, if you will, <laughs> with energy and yeah, love. It is true. I mean, you know, I have to be honest with you. Like we used to do courses and now having the membership thing is so nurturing because we get to see each other. And what did you do recently? But you had a clothing swap yes, with women only. That was so fun. Oh my God. It was so fun. I used to do that all the time. You know, and we just come over, we drink wine, we try and close, you know, and it was fabulous. And what was really great is a former client who um, is originally from Israel, but lives in California now. And she knew because she's super tall and size 10 shoes. And she knew that she probably wouldn't fit into anyone else's clothes. But she came anyway because she just wanted the connection with women. And then I did. I did it. I, I did the thing that totally like, you know, made her almost cry. I got out my old 45 records. <laughs> and those of you who are old enough to remember, it was like, Wow, right? We started playing 45 records and she went home with some of them. So so you were able to fill yeah. each other. Yeah, we were filling each other in all yes. these kind of beautiful ways with food and wine and clothes and shoes and scarves. And, and this is all energy. It's all energy. Because you are energy. You are spirit first. Remember that. Yes. So that is only one way 
that women could let go of the fear, yeah. be with strong women, women of courage, women of strength, women who are not going to say that you are not this and you are not that. They are going to say you are abundance, you are beautiful, you are lively, you are courageous, because that's who you truly are in this lifetime. I see the energy of women rising, if you will. There is a balance coming. I know that oftentimes you cannot see it because it's like a baby that is growing very slowly, but a baby does not grow slowly. It actually grows very quickly. You have to just look for it. The signs are there. I've spoken about this many times, haven't I? And I will speak about it again. It's important. Yes. I mean, we do need to really nurture ourselves more and we just don't do it enough. Oftentimes you may think that you're going backwards, but you're not. There is a reason for everything that happens. Are there any more questions? I don't know if you are sensing and feeling what she's talking about subtly, right? Subtly, yes. <laughs> So what would you recommend to men who want to find their feminine balance? Great question. Hang out with more women. Feel women. See how they think and how they talk. Be a part of women's groups. Understand women for who we are in this lifetime. Feel the feminine portion of women. Let yourself go, surrender to the feminine, and then you will see the masculine come through in ways you have never experienced it before. So it's counterintuitive. Yes, it is. Be with women, truly be with women. Understand them, look at them, look in their eyes. Don't look at their bosoms or their butts, <laughs> look in their eyes, look in their soul for who they truly are. Mm. All women are beautiful in their own way. I'm sorry, I become very passionate about this, mm. about women and the plight of women. And yet we still are going through this. I mean, in this particular vibration. Incredible. Some of the, but we will get there. Steps back. There are more of my groups everywhere throughout this planet than ever before. And that's the way it's going to be. If you wish that I come through you, to you, work with you, be with you, I am there. What about, so, I mean, in addition to connecting with women, what else can men do spiritually? I mean, for our yes. upcoming retreat this month, we have one man registered, one you know, I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, he'll have a good time, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's like one man registered. What can men do? Hmm. That's a tricky question, you know. They have to be willing. Yeah. They have to be willing. They must be willing to let go of this, this false sense of masculinity. They must. Because if they do not, they will never balance who they truly are in this lifetime. They will never truly understand women. So it's a surrendering. It is a surrendering. What about trying to channel a feminine energy, a strong feminine energy as a way to experience it in whatever way that looks like? That would be wonderful. Why not? 
If you're willing to do that as a man, then I say do so. Channel the feminine energies. I mean, you can, do, you can do it through the way you create music or create a summit, right? Or create art. Read women's literature. See women painting. Listen to women singing. Join activities that are dominated more by women. Breathe. Meditate on it. Mm. Yeah. And it will come. I like that. If you have the intention, <laughs> then it will come. For men, if you have the intention that you want more feminine energy to come through so you may balance yourself, then it will come because that is what you are giving into the universe, into your higher self. It will come. It will. But if you do not wish it, it will not come then. But you must intend this energy. Mm. But you must find that path. Anthony did many years ago. He knew something was going on. He made his altar, <laughs> didn't he? He balanced it with woman and man. Why? Why by, did he by do the that? way, he did this when I was out of town. <laughs> and I came home to find a pagan altar. <laughs> but that was only his way. That was one way that the feminine was starting to come through. He made a beautiful altar, ornate with flowers, things of beauty. It smelled good. It looked good. Very feminine, actually. <laughs> Wasn't it? Uh, much more than his first apartment. That is true. <laughs> so that's how the feminine came through him. Yes. However it comes to other men, you must decide, but you must allow it to come. Are there more questions before I have? Well, um, I know because we're um, getting close to, yes. to wrapping. Are there any final messages that you would like to say and Yeshua would like to say? Final. Or just final words of yes. wisdom. And, final words of wisdom. Yes. Things okay. that you wish to share. You think and been, had been led to believe that you are separate from all things, from God, source, your higher self, from me, from Yeshua, from all of the ascended masters, from all of the gods and goddesses, whatever you call it, but you're not. You're not separate. Mm -hmm. We are always here. This is an example of how we just step into your vibration. But you are already in our vibration. We are the same as you. You are us. You are spirit. You are divine souls. And so are we. As you assist each other here in this vibration, you assist everybody in all vibrations. There is no separation, as Renee had said. You do not occupy space and time. I know the quantum physicists will not like this, <laughs> but you are space and time itself. 
if anything occupies you, it is space and time that occupies, occupies you. It is you. You are the connectivity. You are the glue that connects everything. You are love, first and foremost, and you are light. And for all the women, you are beautiful beyond measure. And for the male energy, <laughs> I give you myself wholly to you. Fill you with me so that you may feel, fill other men as well. My message to you is be love and gratitude and grace and share these qualities with others. These qualities of love, gratitude, grace will open you up further. I am Miriam of Magdala, the tower. <laughs> These are my words I'm giving to you. I will allow Yeshua to come through one more time. <laughs> and then he will step back. Mm. One second, please. Thank you. It's always a strong jolt of energy that leaves when there's a change of energy between frequencies. She is much different than I am. <laughs> but yet remember that we are the same soul. Like Anthony and I. Yes. She is the yin to my yang, my ebb to my flow. She is indeed. Okay. It is a demonstration of the balance of masculine feminine energy and a way in which you can connect to others, to your higher self. Mm -hmm. I will say, as Miriam has said, be of love, be of grace and gratitude. Be of light and know that you are source energy. You are universal consciousness itself. You are the connectivity of all things in this earth and beyond. I am Yeshua. These are my words and my energies I've given unto you. And you have shared them with all of us. Be of peace. Be of peace. Be of peace. Mm -hmm. I will step back now and allow energy, Anthony's energy to shine a little bit more. It is always an honor for us, for all of us to be here in your presence. You have received us and we acknowledge you all. Good evening. Good night. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I will see you later. <laughs> uh, 
You back? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anthony's back mm -hmm. to the here and now and this vibration. I could have sworn I just saw Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> okay. I don't know who it was. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. That was, uh, as always, amazing and uh, really greatly appreciate um, not only the wisdom that you share and the opportunity that you give us to connect with, uh, with pretty impressive energies. So thank you for the reminder of who we are. Mm. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Daniel, for allowing yeah, us to yeah. connect with everybody that's here and um, just sharing the, the energies with everybody and um, it's very, um, it's uplifting for us. I always feel much better when, yeah. when this happens. And even though the human part of us is like, no, we can't do this right before new living expo. We don't have time to do that. We don't have the energy to do that. And then of course our guides are like, you're doing it. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> For them, well, I thank as possible. I, I thank your guides for forcing you guys to be here. Um, so I'm glad. Well, I'm glad then, you know, the truth is, even if we're really tired, when the Yeshua and Magdalene energy comes, they completely revitalize us. You know, I thought I had some flu bug the other night, and they come through and work through the auric field, and then suddenly, I'm energized. I sleep better. You know, I no longer feel run down. So. You know, we just have to trust in the process. Yeah. So yeah. before we go, yeah. I wanted to let everybody know that because you guys have been moving homes and have been really busy, you were unable to create a program for this event. But uh, Renee and I have been talking about having you guys create something for the listeners of this event and making it available to them later on. So oh, sure. um, yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. At the moment, if you go to their links, you're going to find uh, one link that's going to take you to their books. At the bottom of that page, uh, there's a way to get one of their books for free. And then on the other page, there's going to be a link that takes you to um, uh, a recording, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. And so again... Yeah, you're this right. This is only about... kind of temporary for the moment because um, I, I wanted to make sure that they're able to share something with you guys, but there's a bigger intention for them to do something specifically for this group. Um, and we will share that with all of you via email um, later on, but just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, for sure. And I just thought of this now too, even though Anthony and I haven't talked about it. <laughs> um, but I, you know, it's, and it's coming up soon, but for those of you who might be interested in coming to our physical retreat, um, it's our inaugural one. And I literally, this just came to me, Daniel now. So Anthony and I haven't even talked about it, but we could create a code just for this group only for 10% off retreat which we haven't we ha actually haven't done this yet 
So I know we haven't talked about it, but why not? It's you know May 20th through 22nd. So if anyone's interested in that for this group, we can offer that. It is around the corner, but there are other people flying in. So there's all sorts of unique ways, unique and creative ways to do this um, in a creative way. So for example, there was a woman who was like, you have any idea how crazy the flights are from Canada or Wisconsin or whatever, and then plus a rental car and whatever. So you don't need to get a car. We've kind of come up with some workarounds for that. So there's ways to actually make this happen without a car. And there's a few people who want to share hotel rooms and all of that. So anyway, if you're interested in that, just, you know, email us at info at bluesoulearth.com or just renee at bluesoulearth.com. And I need to create a code specific to this, um, you know, channeling spirit virtual summit event. But um, I literally just came up with that. So if you want to do yeah. that, let us. Yeah. And then so what I would propose is use the same code that you have for the for the download. Okay, I can't remember what it is, but tell me what it is and I'll create one. <laughs> um, yeah, also I'll coordinate with you on that. Um, but if you create the same code, then what I can do is I can add a link to your event on the uh, special offer page. Okay. Um, and that way people can go to the special offer page on the website and there'll be the link described there and that will point them directly to your to your live event. Yeah, so the other thing that we could offer actually, so I think we have on the page right now, it's a guided meditation, correct? And I think an ebook, right? Correct. So the other thing that we could offer you guys is um, the how to connect to your spirit guides course. So we can definitely offer that to you all um, because that to us is a very foundational place. And, you know, I think for some of the people who have been with us for a while, it may seem basic, but we actually disagree with the basic because it's like the basics are always just foundational. And so it walks you through things like, um, you know, clearing and how to connect and, you know, all the tools that you can use things like altars and, you know, all everything from the process of connecting to your guides, different kinds of guides that you can connect to from the elementals, you know, the pagans, the goddess, goddesses and gods, mm -hmm. um, the galactic energies, right? Like the Palladians and Syrians, because we believe it or not, we channel them as well. Um, the seraphim energies like Melchizedek and Metatron, and of course the angelic realm, which we also channel, and then the ascended masters. And I mean, there's a host more, but we literally go through the different categories, different tips. And so we can offer that as um, a freebie for the, for the listeners and viewers as be, well. That would be appreciated. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you can share that uh, link with me, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put that on the website. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people can read about it at studywithspirit.com, but we'll send you the link so they can go through your site to do the code and and get it for free. Perfect. Perfect. That it's better be than pain, right? <laughs> so thank you guys. Always an honor and a pleasure to be uh, to be part of your circle. Um, I'm grateful that you came to play with me and I look forward to continuing uh, conversations through your own membership, as well as anything else that, that we decide to do together. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much yeah, thank for you having so much. us. Yeah, yeah thank it's you been so wonderful. much. And thanks for being flexible with the time. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> and speaking of, um, something that Renee and Anthony also have is a new, relatively new membership. Um, 
which is something again that if you decide to join Blue into, Ignite. I'm sorry, repeat that. No, I didn't say anything. Go ahead. Oh, it was well, it's called Blue Soul Ignite. Blue Soul Ignite, correct. And so Blue Soul Ignite is a membership program that they offer as well. So that's another way that you can engage with them. Um, and so um, yes, be- I think Deb just joined, right? You just joined. So um, but yeah, that's a weekly thing. And Daniel's part of it, right? Uh, monthly, so we, isn't it? Monthly, monthly. sorry, monthly. What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> yeah, weekly. I, I wish it was of, weekly. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the things that we're trying to think of, I mean, we obviously kept it, you know, pretty economically affordable, um, you know, so it's hard to offer like a lot more times, but we are getting more interest from Europe. So we're thinking of trying to figure out a way to add a morning time as well, similar to what we do with Magdalene Sisters. We have a morning and an evening time. Mm-hmm. And so that way we can accommodate people who, um, you know, we have, we definitely have people um, in Magdalene Sisters who are not Europeans who do the morning time. That way there's a little bit of flexibility as well. So we're trying to figure out a way to add that as well. And there's other, you know, fun things that we're going to be adding. Like you remember, Daniel, last time we talked about doing a, a book group reading thing where we're going to all read a book and then have Yeshua come through and moderate it. How cool is that going to be? <laughs> so well, that's, if, that's not new. We oh, talked about it we? at the last Blue Soul Ignite okay. um, meeting. He was so, probably in France. <laughs> if you guys um, are interested in working with Renee and Anthony, uh, bluesoulearth.com is their main website. You can connect with them that way as well. Um, they have a lot of wonderful programs. There's also their YouTube link as well that has a ton of videos um, that you can watch. Um, so definitely I would. Um, and, and a podcast too. We have a podcast. It's not super active, but we, we post there at least a couple times a month. Mm-hmm. So Anchor.fm backslash Blue Soul Earth. So there's a number of different ways that you can engage with Renee and Anthony. Um, so you guys, thank you very much. Um, before well, we go. You. Are there any last questions from any of the live listeners that you would like to post or speak? Yeah. All good? Oh, awesome. It's good Thank to you. see you. Yeah. We'll see you at the next Ignite. <laughs> I, I hopefully will be there this time. So Yay, thank you guys. I yeah. I, I've missed the last couple. Preparing this has been such a... Uh, an overload with my time so well remember you always have the recorded replays of course of course so thank you guys very much for being here again for sharing um and uh to everybody else uh we will see you tomorrow uh one o'clock p.m eastern time um and until then being spirit being human simply being from love yes thank you very much thank you so much Good to see you, Tia, virtually anyway. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye, Bye -bye. y'all. Bye-bye. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more, have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, 
we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here, and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.